Hey, this is a podcast. No, wait, it's a comedy podcast. Well, we tried to make it a comedy podcast. And uh, it's not meant to offend anyone. So don't get offended, okay? And wait, there's something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listener discretion is advised. Audiomatic presents Our Last Week. Hi, Godal. Hi, Paul. So, uh, middle of the summer. Yeah. And uh, you're going somewhere on holiday. I'm going to Kashmir. I'm going from Srinagar to Leh, doing the, the Srinagar-Leh highway. I've never and, been, uh, uh, you know, I hear that's it's an incredibly beautiful part of India. Yeah. Um, but also, I feel like there's this kind of... Um, you know, cool element to it. You know, like when you run into people, they're like, oh, you know, uh, we just did Leh. You know, like yeah. Leh is not Goa. It's a different kind of vibe. Yeah. You know, like everybody does Goa. When someone says, oh, I went to Goa, I went to Kerala, you don't think of them as like cool. Yeah. You know what I mean by cool? You know, like you don't think of them as sort of like adventurous. Huh? Yeah, but when nowadays it's a thing where people are like, oh, I did Andamans, I did Lay. Oh, hmm. you know, it's a kind of person. Yeah, it's good that you're becoming that kind of person. No, I've I've actually been to Lay three times before this, uh, but all <laughs> on work. But you never mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been on work once. The first time I went, I went to a place called Dras, which is a little bit uh, beyond Kargil. Uh, if you're going towards Srinagar. And, that um, was a great experience. I don't know if you talked about it on the podcast. That was no. You were in. It was you had a tropic thunder type experience. You were. In it was the sort of like of, a tropic thunder. Yeah. You are in the middle of a war film. Yeah. And there was an actual war going on while you guys were trying to shoot a war film. Yeah. So we landed up there in Dras, and uh, yes. it was very simple barrack-like accommodation, and freezing because we'd never experienced that altitude or cold, and. Um, and and the, gen- the the genius of the production was to actually shoot sections of the Kargil war in Kargil in Dras. So, I while mean, the while war the, is going on. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think people can really tell the difference between one mountain and another. Like it's a mountain, you know, it could have been anywhere. But I think they wanted to be so authentic that they went back to the scene of the crime. Well, not crime, but the yeah. scene of the uh, the the battle. And they wanted to execute it, execute it there. So we landed up there and we started getting shelled by Pakistan. Because I think news went over <laughs> that Om Puri and, has and arrived. Not, not cinematic shelling. You were getting no. shelled. There, there was shelling. I mean, see, and there's often shelling in these parts, you know, where it's yes. almost like it's like a welcome sort of thing. Or it's like, you know, there's a festival or someone celebrating something like one side will shell then the other side will shell. No one really, but they just shell on the other side of the mountain. But we were here at this hotel and these shells were coming across our head over, you know, this little valley and falling in front of us on the little hill in front of us so it was we were literally being shelled and we were all huddled up in this little barrack like accommodation and uh, can we can we for one second talk about this hotel uh, yeah. slash whatever it was 
Now, that takes a special kind of hospitality, right? To have mm. two minutes. Every three, four minutes, there's a bomb going off. And mm. the guy has to still do the guest service, you know, and the dinner and the drinks. Mm. And mm. keep the keep the guests calm, etc. It's yeah. an army accommodation, right? You're still in private accommodation where the guy's just trying to run a regular hospitality Motel. unit. Yeah. 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 I think at one stage they started giving you know like some some hotels because they have a peculiar kind of room they have to give you some instructions that go with the room uh, yeah. you know yeah. like uh, like yeah. this water because it's a little bit you know eclectic or it's a little stylish they might say you know just don't keep the doors open between this time because you know some animals birds depending if you're in a wildlife park or this that they'll give you some instruction to go with the room in the case of this, it was, see, in case of shelling, you get down on the floor, you know, and you put your hands <laughs> on your head because shrapnel will go upwards. You know, very rarely will the bomb land directly on you. You have to just get down low to the ground and the shrapnel will move upwards. So, you nothing, something, these were the kind of instructions we were being given. And I didn't know whether I wanted this instruction, you know, like I didn't know whether. <laughs> but what, what would be lovely yeah. What would be lovely is if they're thrown into regular instructions, you know, so yeah. they tell you shrapnel goes upwards and breakfast is at 10. Yeah. Breakfast at 10.30 will be done. Huh? And in, yeah. yeah. For an extra blanket called 999. Yeah. Now, uh, my news is that I have found a house, but I will be, uh, you know, it's been an interesting thing because uh, a lot of our listeners, uh, or all three of our listeners, have been writing to me on Instagram asking if I have found a house. Couple hmm. of our listeners, I just want to say thank you to, have offered their homes to me. You're like Rahul Gandhi. Yeah, I am exactly like Rahul Gandhi. Um, I haven't walked anywhere though. He's walked up and down the country. Uh, he's yeah, no, but I mean, but he's uh, been evicted, and so have you. In a sense. But you see, his mother and sister have suggested that they move in with them. Right. Uh, you know, I my mum uh, has suggested that I carry on with my house hunting. <laughs> because yeah. as a 47-year-old man, I should have a house. And right. I don't have a sister. So I, I don't have, um, you know, his network. And also he mm. physically walked and met people. So they are much more comfortable with him. Hmm. saying he's a nice guy we'll give him a house in my case they've just heard me on a podcast I wouldn't like if I was a listener I wouldn't welcome me into the house you know what I mean mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. so it's very kind that the listeners have sort of written in saying please if you need a place to stay come stay with us Yeah, which just shows you the power of audio like they don't know if all of this is made up nonsense and actually I'm a very difficult person to yeah. live with because I you because know? I I've met you and I extended me. no invitation you throughout this podcast and there's yeah. actual evidence of this yeah uh, over the last six months we've done this weekly where yeah. I've been homeless I don't think there's any evidence that the listeners have of you yeah. saying Paul do you want to crash never never there's a brief conversation we had on the ride back from the podcast last time. Hmm. where we were speculating hypothetical situations, if you remember. Hmm. And one of which was me suggesting, what if I end up as a special guest in hmm. your kid's bedroom? 
I, I mean that, and it was hypothetical, and it's the fear of that that has sort of. Uh, you That's know, why you're going away to Kashmir. I'm going away, you know. <laughs> Just that conversation, that it might lead to something further. Yeah. You said if I'm going to deal with it, I'm going to deal with it from Leh, where there's no signal. Um, yeah, and some shelling. Actually, some there's shelling. no shelling in Leh. Yeah. Ashish, it's a pleasure that you've joined us on our last week. We are such gigantic losers. We never have visitors. Nobody wants to come. <laughs> our producers are usually on holiday when we record. Oh, we're on holiday. Oh, we're on holiday sometimes because they want to not say. But you have kindly joined us, and Thank you. you are starting a new podcast. Of yours with the automatic family. So tell us a little bit about this podcast. Thank you, firstly, both of you for being so warm. I actually like uh, came in with a bit of trepidation because being in a small room with two straight seniors was never never went down well in school. So I was like, oh God, are they going to just be roasting me? So thank you for both being very warm immediately. Uh, right. So the podcast is called The Queer podcast actually so it's basically me as a queer elder now mm-hmm. uh, in my 50s who's trying to negotiate the new queer mindscapes and the new queer world and this whole ever changing ever evolving sort of gender sexuality spectrum that we're all kind of i think at our age struggling a little bit grappling with, right? with yeah. yeah so i have very young people who are very eloquent and informed who mm-hmm. basically i'm the dumb blonde and they basically yeah. are telling i mean that was obvious from the way i look right <laughs> right, right your yeah came very that's quickly that's the first yeah. thing we yeah. thought when yeah. yeah there's a dumb blonde yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, i get that on aeroplanes all the time <laughs> they think yeah. i'm the stewardess for yeah, some reason rubbish. Uh, yeah rubbish uh, so it's basically about uh, me talking to accomplished eloquent young queer people mm-hmm. about certain aspects of being queer. Right. What we've constantly on this podcast talked about I'm 47, Kunal is 62 and <laughs> we're we, in my 70s early now. Early yeah. 70s. But uh, the reason I bring up age is because I have a cousin who's 29 and basically I text her every day. Right. to just stay with the zeitgeist because you're a podcaster we're podcasters we're all on the other side of 45 and oh I you and I are Kunal is still young we're trying to figure out how the young live right regardless of their gender or sexual preferences is insane like yeah it's a different country for them isn't it for yeah, the yeah. young people it's a different i mean i think it's a different planet sometimes when i look back at how i grew up and yeah. what was going on in terms of the time mm mm-hmm. uh it's just a totally different planet and it's a planet that even i kind of struggle and grapple with yeah. but there are certain bits that i enjoy i'm just glad that nobody was around to record and document anything of my <laughs> 20s like seriously i just give thanks for that so the the this biggest sort of thing that seems to be um, at least in heterosexual dating and relationships is how much of it has gone to the phone Right. and how much is gone to do sort of not physically meeting the person queer bombay in the 80s and 90s i assume involved physical places yes it involved actually what was called cruising which was you only met or saw other gay people in certain public areas mm. you knew the handful of out uh, and very queer people in sort of bombay right uh, society which was obviously much smaller in those days i'm talking about a privileged 
of course. certain level of, course. of uh, so you had the four or five mm, right uh, homos as they were called in right. those days lovingly uh, but yeah it was all physical and mm. you you know and that was what was so challenging whereas now you could probably never leave your home and still have be in many situationships <laughs> with many people <laughs> in many different forms yeah i remember i was uh, i still am i don't see him as often uh, good friends with the playwright mahesh tatani i don't see him very often and my ex wife Mahesh and I attended, I think, two weeks in a row uh, because at the time Dipanjana was doing a story. We went to uh, a couple of gay Bombay parties right. in town yeah. in in South Bombay, and one thing that struck me was how class free it was compared yeah. to heterosexual Bombay. About how yeah. judgy the heterosexual world was. Which, I mean, there were cab drivers there. There were Jimkhana club members. you know trying yeah. to hit on each other which which i did not see in the heterosexual world yeah i mean i'm i'm feeling really happy that you brought this up and this is something i think a lot of my straight friends have also struggled with the sort of porosity of class within the community maybe it's just a smaller pool mm. yeah so uh you know there weren't that many of uh, partners to choose from in the first place and if you found someone hot and attractive especially if you were a promiscuous gay young man as we all were at some point uh, you went for it irrespective yeah. of whether of. he drove a cab and in fact if he drove a cab he drove you home yeah uh, <laughs> nice yeah, yeah. Uh, and i think the generation above me had a lot more of that i'm mm. thinking of people who are now in their 60s and must not be named mm. uh but yeah even for my generation there was some of that and there Gosh, is still some of that bombay which is exciting gay bombay in the 50s and 60s would be like that would be such a, a good different film. yeah it must have been more world. english also no in some weird way Yeah, and I think it was confined to like theater circles. Theater circles, yes. a lot of that. Uh, yeah, I once, because uh, I'm also a filmmaker primarily. That's my day job. So I was once trying to do a documentary mapping a person from each decade, hmm. uh, just to show you how India had evolved on the queer front. And uh, you know, it was theater. Yeah. Uh, and it was airlines. There were a lot of. gay men and women joining airlines because mm-hmm. it gave yeah. them yeah. a separate life away from home and society right. wagera wagera right right it was an escape almost yeah. like a little getaway. so there were certain professions that were almost enablers for you to have a gay yeah. life otherwise you had nothing right so returning to young people yes and your podcast <laughs> yeah. you know we must ask yeah. about that because see we hate young people <laughs> <laughs> we often <laughs> talk about how i mean the generation like we survive because of our producers who are young and hipsters and right. teach us about cool things but personally outside this room <laughs> i'm terrified and frightened because they're smart so much smarter yeah. so what interests you in your age and success you know you're in films you're enjoying yourself to throw yourself in the fire to speak to young people yeah because i think i felt uh, like you do that they are smarter they have the uh zeitgeist of the moment it's very interesting to see how they are navigating this whole new time and space so i think there's a lot to learn from yeah. and yeah. i'm quite humbled actually after these doing these yeah. episodes i mean i generally the 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 feeling that you get is that of ignorance whenever yeah. you have uh, a conversation i mean some of it is also you feel like you're so liberal and you feel like you're you're forward thinking but then you have these conversations and 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 suddenly your your mind explodes because yeah. because you just feel like once again i didn't think of it that way or i didn't like you know even though i 
consider myself to be a fairly sort of open-minded person, uh, we still are very deep-rooted. Uh, I mean, we are very stuck in certain ways, in certain you know, in cer- certain conditioning. So, 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 yeah. So it's a, it's a whole new world for yeah, for absolutely. for for young people to to deal with. Um, Can you imagine six-year-old coming and saying, "I'm not sure I'm ready for divorce." Mm. Yeah. You're six. <laughs> Where did you see it? And last question. Yeah. Uh, who are the young people you're speaking to? Um, so it's actually a, a great range and I'm really happy that, you know, normally we are accused of just focusing on the gay men and they mm. get all the limelight and the props and, you know, right. the queens take over. But in this case, there's been a great balance of uh, biological gender identified men, women, a lot of transgender guests who are very accomplished in their own ways. So we have Rani Kohinoor, who is an amazing singer, performer in drag and a very talented young person. There's uh, Dr. Trinetra Haldar, who is a well-known transgender activist, surgeon and actor now Mm -hmm. and is going to be coming in some big shows on Amazon very Mm -hmm. soon. Uh, So we've had like, uh, there's uh, Parmesh Shahani, again, a very eloquent, erudite writer, pop culture expert, uh, fashionista. Mm. So there have been a lot of cool young peeps that have come into mm. the house, thankfully. And yeah. and also, also what's been nice is that little bit of exchange between my history and their history. I think that has kind of been nice to kind of map, in a sense, mm. these 30, 40 years of being queer in a country like mm. India and mm. what that's meant. Mm. We really look forward to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. And just as last thing, anything you want to say to our last week listeners as to why they should listen to this podcast? Uh, I think it's going to be fun. There's a lot of giggling. There's a lot of entertainment. There's a lot of, uh, I think, information and relevance to uh, our world today, socially, politically. And considering how... Uh, the world has moved on in terms of sexuality and gender and things like that. I think it'll be interesting for everyone to tune in and get what they can from it. Absolutely. So our last week listeners, you're already mad. Yes. Most of you. <laughs> so please listen to this podcast. And the two of you must as well. Of course. And we I will. hope the next time I see you, you both be wearing frilly little dresses. <laughs> At I'm, the very least. I'm going to buy one right now. I'm just <laughs> okay. going to. That's me on that, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Calcutta. We don't dress any other way. <laughs> frilly Fridays. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Thanks for being here coming here and See, adding now here. we feel like we're on your podcast coming. yeah, yeah. 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 I, I feel, I feel like thanks, for, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks yeah. for having us on your yeah. podcast glamour and some fairy dust to this room hey guys listen to the queer podcast now streaming on all audio platforms the first episode is out where Ashish is joined by the fabulous Sushant Divgekar aka Rani Kohinoor so tune into the queer podcast wherever you get your podcasts So let's get into a break. Yeah, let's do a break. This is a break. This is the break. This is a break. (laughs) Welcome to the break. What was it earlier? Not a break. That was not a break. This is a break. During this break, we would like to advertise a product. What should we advertise? Hands. 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 Without it, you... It's a little tougher. It's difficult. Yeah. Get hands. Live life to the fullest. So, uh... If you don't want to listen to shit ads like this... Don't listen to these ads. Uh, do something with your life. Yeah. Go to patreon.com. Yeah. Where you will not have to listen to us talking 
nonsense yeah and you don't have to listen to this garbage part of the podcast this garbage part that you can listen to other garbage parts of the podcast and you can and you can listen to it ad free for you to be on patreon get special episodes merchandise live shows yep and uh, you know many other benefits go to patreon.com forward slash our last week bye bye now i'll talk for another hour kunal so people switch off immediately we can just do a low hum over here during the ad break mm. Mm. shall i read the hanuman chalisa no 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 that because i'll get offensive yeah yeah offend yeah. yeah to religious and non religious people and to people with ears exactly yeah, yeah. kaan zarurat <laughs> hai that should be an ad for spotify kaan leke aaiye kura yeah Listen, I've lately been watching something that's been fascinating me. Hmm. I don't know if you've uh, watched this. I'm heavily into the home shopping network. Oh man. Yeah, how when was the, when were the glory days of the home shopping network? Was it the mid 90s? I guess 90s early 2000s um was the America big... had a thing called QVC, right? QVC was the big home shopping yeah. network. Yeah. I think another and big one that's uh, that's uh, on the rise now uh, in mm. India is one called NDTV. Have you seen this one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they they're that's getting pretty a, big now on the home shopping network, yeah. It's what can you buy? Political <laughs> opinion, what can you buy there? No, but literally they have stuff on sale now. It's literally like uh, they have home oh, shopping really? network stuff, yeah. While while other channels are breaking news about elections and things like that or there's something controversial happening, they always cut to some sort of random nonsense. It's a public interest sort of program or they'll have some home shopping. The wings have been sort of clipped. Let's <laughs> put it that way so they they slowly i haven't seen entity in a while but yeah. if there is a good juice a juicer or mixer or you know hanger coat hangers i'll buy from them yeah yeah it'll do them some good what i'm bringing up about the home shopping network and i want to know hmm. this is they often have actors to sell things you know hmm hmm they're like ye coat hanger aapko kahin nahi mila you know hmm. or you know ye guava peeler agar aap nahi lenge aapka zindagi adhura hai you know that kind of and do you think that it takes a special kind of acting skill to work in, like to be the home shopping network person see nothing nothing can prepare you or nothing can yeah. i i think the level of commitment you need to show to a product and the belief yeah. you know if <laughs> yeah. the and and that's what acting is about right it's about believing in something yourself and convincing other people <laughs> yeah. that 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 you believe strongly enough yeah. that that i love this person or that i hate this person or that i'm uncomfortable or that this is great this moment is fantastic and i think that the, the amount of conviction that they have in in home shopping networks for for products that are really the worst possible thing you know Yes. it's like like it literally breaks on the show while they're using it you know like they've had to <laughs> cut at many often times like when they're using a chopper or they're trying to chop an onion because i've seen some of those products in real life and they they just like any pressure on them they just made from the worst plastic worst materials and i'm sure they've had but these guys are so committed to these products you know it looks like and and that's why i i take my hat off to them because the the level of conviction is outstanding it's it's it is, uh, it's it? a it's a masterclass and, and it's class. also the uh, uh, the reason i i couldn't stop watching it is because 
there's a certain time pressure they put on you also अगर आप दो मिनट में नहीं ये खरीदेंगे ये जिपर आपको कभी नहीं मिलेगा आपका जिंदगी क्या है यू नो इट्स चार घंटे के लिए ये ऑफर वैलिड है फिर पता नहीं क्या होगा <laughs> आपकी जिंदगी बदल जाएगी इडली मेकर साथ में फ्री इस इडली मेकर के इडली खाएंगे तो आपकी जिंदगी बदल जाएगी सो दे 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 अदर थिंग ऑलवेज थ्रो इन अ गिफ्ट द थिंग व्हिच इज नॉट रिलेटेड टू द थिंग एट ऑल लाइक वंस दे वर सेलिंग अ फ्रूट बास्केट लाइक अ थिंग टू होल्ड फ्रूट्स इन दैट यू कैन हैंग ऑन अ वॉल and yeah. along with that the free gift was 2 years life insurance yeah no it's very unrelated it's just uh, you know it's I, like how yeah. i i understand that okay i need this if i hang this on my window i can keep six mangoes in it yeah but but a 5 year life cover for me and my family if i buy this under 3 minutes i don't know if those two go yeah. well with go each other well, yeah What has always fascinated me when I'm watching <laughs> yeah. the show is yeah. that yeah. is that generally it's two people or three people who do it together. Yeah. It's like a tag team, yes. you know, because yeah. there's one person who's using it, one person who's talking. Then sometimes you have the solo also, but sometimes there's a guy and a girl or two guys, so two often girls. Often a man and a woman. Often. often a man and a woman. They generally don't like each other. you know because yes. they're talking very fast and very often they talk over each other sometimes they interject sometimes they you know they and they they feel it's very competitive what i would like to see unfold is a lot more viciousness between these two people <laughs> on screen yeah. you yeah. know where like like they start taking it out and they start using the chopper on the other person you know aur iska haath dekho abhi main iska haath kaat ke dikhata hu and he starts cutting that person's hand aur ye juicer iska pair mein juicer mein dal ke iska juice nikalunga so i'm saying it gets very vicious and aggressive you know like aur bed cover mein main isko baandh ke main phek dunga so it becomes very it's because they literally want to say that to each other you know that you can make out that they just detest each other this not into they can't hear each other's voices anymore because they've just heard it so much and also like my last question is do you think that there's a point because the idea is to build the tension right is to build yeah. the tension you know you have 2 minutes you have 1 minute this is never going to happen again this yeah. sort of you are getting a vacuum cleaner a pair of shoes and a holiday to maldives this will never happen again you know they tell you is there a breaking point like is there a point where even the channel says no whoa 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 you know like is there a point where the guy is just reaching some sort of a heart attack related crescendo you know hmm, hmm. you know there's got to be that one point where it's like khareed lo khareed lo you know like this hmm. reaches some point where everyone sort of like yeah i think that guy you know he crossed the line he was let yeah go. he crossed the line i mean i i'm sure that many people have had some sort of 
cardiac sort of issues <laughs> while on the show <laughs> like some people have collapsed at some stage i'm sure you know because i'm saying that tension is so real you know the exactly what you're saying that the tension of time that time is running out it's almost like you can feel your life slipping away if you don't buy this sort of uh you know manual grinder or whatever it is that you're getting or this generally it's a sweat belt it's a belt that you wear to get sweaty you there's know there's a lot of, of those the, kinds of physical of those, uh, yeah yes yeah weight related there's a lot of weight related and and you can see the guys wearing it and talking at the same time and he's breathing heavy because he's been sweating and it <gasps> and he's like <gasps> yeah ye pasina ye pasina <laughs> he is wearing it he's sweating i'm sure one or two people have died of some sort of dehydration or they've just sweated so much into that thing it's, it's a high stress sort of sale and i'm quite shocked that amazon and like when you walk into a shop like like it's not happening everywhere else you know like it's it's quite shocking that people are not selling it's not such a hard sell everywhere else i'm, I'm with you like when you log on to amazon yeah. in the future say you type in something you know summer t-shirts yeah you're saying why don't we get that you know that's sort yeah. of like yeah are you ready are yeah. you ready for the best summer sale ever are you ready click here yeah. <laughs> you don't have, you have 4 seconds and then the guy dies on screen also yeah <laughs> <laughs> Kural, this has been our last week. It has, and hopefully next week you will have stories from Kashmir. I will have stories about having to move in. Uh, yes, let it be recorded. I'm extremely jealous, by the way. I uh, of what? I've never been to Kashmir. Uh, my only memories of Kashmir are just uh, photographs of apple orchards that I drew when I was a child for mm. a school, you know, whatever civics project, and then. I heard about it in the 90s on NDTV which was a home shopping network. So, I'm jealous. I just want you to know that. Well, I I, I mean I don't think it's uh, that difficult to get to so you should plan your next trip there. I should. And and yeah. given that I'm homeless, I really have no reason to be anywhere. Yeah, you should just be, be go to Dras. I got to go to Dras. I'm going to, I'm going to be in a film where one of the downsides could be see you you are almost like in a home shopping network. because your yeah. downside is you could get killed yeah yeah on that note <laughs> on that note of death yes bye bye you were listening to our last week produced by rajesh tahil and avdoot khanolkar hosted by anuvab pal and kunal roy kapoor assistant producer akanksha kadam <laughs>